This is Conspiracy Say What? Welcome back. Today we're talking about the only theory that we've ever come across, I think, that just has a literal intentional hole in it. I mean, Hollow Earth was kind of similar, but not quite to this extreme. Well, that's not entirely true. If you've never listened to our Hollow Earth episode, uh, go back and do that because it's in three parts. Hope you guys enjoyed Spooktober. We've reached the end and now we're going to do the dumbest thing we can find on the internet just to give you a little bit of a brain a brain vacation from yeah. horror. We're going to move away from horror for a little while since we've lived it for the past five, six-ish weeks because Jeff the Mongoose was kind of horror too. It was just a different terrifying horror of a girl who was wringing animals' necks and speaking like a mongoose. So you know what is horrifying, Cameron? Giant gaping holes? No, round earth, because it's fake. Oh. Because you know what is real? Donut earth. Donut earth. Or more scientifically called a Taurus earth. But we like donut earth better because that's much more fun. Donut earth is more relatable. (laughs) Relatable. Yeah, it's like, because then we all live on a planet that's just been baked properly and then Ah. glazed with an ocean. But it's gotten moldy over the years, so we've gotten some forests and some bacteria, which is us. And Okay, this is a real theory, we promise. Welcome to moldy donut earth. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> You're the bacteria. Um, so basically, this started in the comments section of a flat earther forum. Because where else would it start? So this stemmed from other terrible ideas. Yeah. Yeah, we've never done an episode on Flat Earth, so if you go looking for that, you won't find it from us. But we are going to eventually. We've just been waiting. It's a lot, and we want to do it properly. And it's also one of my favorite conspiracies, because I think it's fun. So it was uh, theorized by one man. Theorized. Yeah, he is only one man. There really is not more than this one man, other than a lot of articles on the internet who make fun of him. Well... Yeah, yes and no. There are people who believe in it now that it's come out. It it was 2013 that this article first appeared on a flat earth. Uh, okay, this article of discussion first appeared on a flat earth discussion board. And this guy basically comes out of nowhere, just bothering all these flat earthers with his own theory. He's also a flat earther at this point in time. Yeah, so he came up with it in 2013. He then commented on this post for roughly two years, and then he disappeared from his own post. However, I noticed that in 2017-ish, it got reopened, so it had closed, the discussion board had closed, but then someone went in and reopened it, probably him. But he hasn't actually commented on it since like 2000, I think 15 was the last time, 2015, 2016, something like that. Uh, But people have commented on it since 2018, and I think there was one from 2019, so it's still... It's still going very strong, just yearly, annual responses. <laughs> the annual Donut Earth reminder. Basically, when he's asked, why would anybody theorize this, or why would anybody think this, or where the hell did this come from, he says, in basic terms, there's no reason we shouldn't think this. He's just kind of like, why not make a theory? So he mentions in the discussion, and one of his original ideas kind of behind how he formed this incredible theory of his 
is he was thinking about the flat earth model and what would in theory happen if you stepped off the edge of it. Now, for those who don't know, there are a lot of different theories of flat earth. It's not just one earth spinning in space. There are theories that flat earth never ends. There are theories that flat earth is the universe. There are theories that flat earth is the only disc in our solar system. There are theories that flat earth is the only earth and all of everything else we see here. In some versions, they think it spins. In other versions, it's just a central point. Everything else spins around it. Very geocentric, which this model is geocentric as well, the donut earth. But he was thinking about the version of flat earth where, say, it's in space and you find the edge and you walk off the edge. Well, this flat earther believes in gravity, which is weird. That's often not something that goes along with their theories. But he believes that if you step off the edge, you would flip over to the other side, which then got him thinking, perhaps instead of a flat earth, what would make more sense than a globe is a donut earth. (laughs) So instead of being able to step off the edge... It makes much more sense if there is some curve to the earth, in fact, which is a weird, crazy theory. That's pretty out there. Yeah. It's a donut. And so you might be thinking, um, if you're standing in the middle, why can't you see the other side? Well, he has an explanation for this on how light works in the book of this guy. Um, He says that light bends and follows the curvature of the torus, making the whole unseeable. He says some bullshit. Let's see, where is it? Um, when you stand in the middle of the Taurus Earth and look up, the light passes through the first atmosphere it reaches. However, by the time it reaches the second atmosphere, it has diminished enough to be reflected and gets reflected into space. So you see space. Quoted for the most part, yeah. Yes. So That's from his blog. Yeah, so again, if, you've, if you haven't listened to our Hollow Earth three-parter, you should, because it's filled with fun. It's filled with craziness. One guy that was so unlucky that even after death, nature was after him uh, and washed away his grave. But there, in that theory, we talked about how Hitler, in our canon history, we just choose to accept it. He definitely thought that he was inside of Earth and that he could spy on people from a distance yeah. because he could see the top. Now in theory with the Taurus earth, if you were on that inner circle, it would be a similar thing to the hollow earth. You're already inside the earth theory. Yeah. But basically he's claiming that light doesn't bend that way. Right. And so you just see space. Right. Which <laughs> my question for that, I guess is just like, if that's true and light doesn't bend properly. So light's bending away from the thing you're actually looking up at. Then that means in theory, at some point where you're standing on the earth, light would be bending in the direction of the Taurus. Therefore you'd look up and see part of the Taurus, mm-hmm. which means you may not see it when you're standing on the inside of it, but you'd see it in another area. No. Okay. Light waves are reflected by the atmosphere. When we look across the light diminishes as it travels. And by the time it reaches the atmosphere it is diminished enough to be reflected. Okay. The light will then hit another corner of the atmosphere, and so on, and so forth, curving every time. This gives the impression that the Earth is flat or has a slight curvature. And on top of this, there is another theory as well that I found. I don't think it's in our notes here. It's not. What? Sorry, my bad. Here's a surprise for you. There is someone who offered an alternative theory for this, which is, you ever look up and see blue in the sky? Mm -hmm. That's just the other side. (laughs) <laughs> simple it's the ocean oh you nitwits oh so we're seeing the real ocean on yeah the side. you ever you ever look up and think the sky is beautiful well that's on you pal that's it's the, the ocean. ocean 
Yeah, so use a telescope, you'll see dolphins. Okay, so we're trying to say that the ocean is always on the other side? I guess so, in his theory. I guess so, in his theory, we all live in this weird... I guess he's one of those guys that believes in hollow Taurus Earth, ah. where we live inside of a concave Earth, where we haven't even seen the outside. Therefore, when you look up... Yeah, his theory is not sound. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you might be asking, how the fuck does gravity work? Or if you're a flat earther, you don't care. Okay, but he's not. So how the fuck does gravity work, right? He has an explanation. So you might be asking, too, maybe, you know, like, why haven't any Arctic explorers fallen into a hole? Similar question to Hollow Earth. Different story here, okay? Uh, gravity acts as it does in a real Earth or around Earth model. I've seen some disputes between what RE stands for. Depends on what side you're on. And so gravity acts as it does in a real Earth model. And people are attracted to large masses. Imagine a donut. Imagine a jam donut. Gravity acts towards the jam. Yeah. Okay, but it doesn't also make... It also doesn't make any sense. Because usually, like a jam or a jelly-filled donut is not hollow in the middle. It's just kind of a puck of donut that is filled with jelly. Well, so what they're trying to say is they're not, they're not trying to say that there is anything in the middle with this theory. I saw that some people in the comment section on this discussion were very confused by that. However, what he's saying is gravity acts as an invisible jelly, basically. So what you have is this interior. Essentially, to have a torus like this, you'd have to have insanely fast spin to oh, keep yeah. it up. So in order to have that spin, if you were on the interior of that torus, you'd be feeling some heavy gravity mm -hmm. because you are taking the brunt of the force. It's you are in the middle of it. But that means that you would never fall off because that's not how the hole works. Also, though, this again kind of just goes back to if you're one of those weird spherical Earth believers, uh, you, you don't fall off the Earth when, it's, when you're upside down because gravity holds you to it. I think it's funny that people ask this question in the discussions. The reason why they did was because they don't believe in gravity. Most flat earthers often do not. Oh. So they're asking about gravity because to them, if you walk off on that side, you then fall off. So he's actually kind of blaspheming flat earth at that point this because like at that just, point he's bringing back in gravity. It's like a game of telephone, you know, where things just kind of get more fucked up as time goes on, where it's like, Instead of saying, I don't know, maybe round earth is more plausible, they just kind of take it further than flat earth. And they're like, but what about a donut? Yeah. Rather than maybe round earth makes sense. Nah, they're like, okay, but what if you walk off the edge, you go on the bottom. Yeah, but... Also, I love all of his metaphors. Yeah, there were a lot of metaphors. Uh, good one for the next one. But yeah, they were... In terms of the gravity thing, people were very confused. Because at first, some people were like, well, now you're saying there's jelly in the middle. So, like, what's that about? But he's literally just talking about gravity. So, he's saying gravity is the jelly, but... Flat earthers don't always agree with that because they don't understand it because gravity is not real to them. I mean, it's literally a force that is non-existent. Uh, so, yeah, that just to clear up any confusion there. You obviously wouldn't fall off if it was a torus, technically, because in terms of real world gravity and physics, I mean, you just stay on like normal. However, again, gravity would increase in some areas and drastically decrease in others, like three times like the decrease in gravity. But we can talk about that later. We will talk about that. Obviously, but it does work with on the earth and it's yeah. working fine. So it, it well no, I'm not I'm not going against it. I'm saying that's how our donut earth works. Therefore if you go to the outer edges, like the Bermuda Triangle maybe, that's why ships always disappear. Mm -hmm. Always losing their gravity. Okay. It makes sense. But what about the day and night cycles, right? Because in school they tell us all kinds of bullshit like 
the earth turns around and the sun is there and like one half of the earth is dark and the other isn't, right? That's crap. I think in order to fully grasp how a donut earth works, we need to first talk about how the donut is placed in the galaxy. This is very important because the donut is either, in some people's theories, is either on its side standing up. And that's the donut shape. Therefore, it spins like that, which would be insane. And technically, it wouldn't hold together all that well. And that was the main guy's theory. I think his name is like Vanguard or something like that. That's just the name. like. Yeah, it's just his username. We're not actually using his name. Maybe it is, though. Uh, But that's, I think, what he said, basically. That's what he was getting at. And that's why you have a day and night cycle. However, some people believe that it's laying flat. Like what you would usually lay a donut on the table. Usually you don't stand it up like a psychopath when you're eating it. Uh, You would just lay it normal like a burger or anything else. And that theory is how the torus is actually held together because it has to have that rotation in order to stay together, which would also be its downfall. Eventually it would fall apart because of that spin. But so eventually Earth will fall apart because of its spin. Just know that. But his theory specifically was that the day and night cycle is due to it standing on its side, technically slightly at an angle, kind of like Earth already is. And it then rotates as a giant disc, but not in a disc Frisbee way. What the fuck? Yeah, that's what he's explaining. Do you want me to read his exact quote? Sure. Yeah, let's read that about how day and night would work. So here's his, um, his metaphor, and I'll just read it as is. So, lay a torch for us American folk. That's a flashlight. Uh, lay a torch horizontal on a table and turn it on. Now get a donut and place it on its side with the hole perpendicular to the torch. That side is illuminated by the torch is in day. Over 24 hours, the donut performs one complete revolution. Spin it halfway around. This signifies the passing of 12 hours. Now the side that was in day is facing away from the torch and is in night. The side that was in night is now facing the torch and it's in day. Thank you for explaining rotation to us. Yeah, and this relies heavily on explaining how we still have seasons and things like that, but it also relies heavily on kind of explaining the geocentricity to this model, which is what this has to be in terms of what he's talking about. I that means we how, have to be in a geocentric model. I love how he's basically just explaining round Earth, but he's like, but it's not. Yeah. Okay, but my favorite thing, speaking of seasons, is he does actually try to explain how we have seasons. But all he literally says in his blog is like, seasons work the same way as on round Earth. Right. That's like literally it. It's like two sentences. Right. And he seems to think that a rotating donut is going to work just like a rotating sphere. Well, I mean, basically based on the way he's built it, it doesn't not work. Now, I want to talk about but this. like the middle is never going to get that much light. It, well, yeah. And in, in talking about in terms of seasons, I want to talk about this because this is where you, similar to Flat Earth, we have multiple different models. People constantly are coming up with different models. This one dude makes really cool like clock models of it, which I really want one because uh, they're just cool, but they're expensive. But anyway, this also has multiple different versions. So if you are in the camp where the donut stands on its side, because you're a psychopath and you eat donuts weird, that now, if you if you have the donut standing like that, some people think that the North Pole is at the top of the donut and the South Pole is at the bottom of the donut. Mm-hmm. Other people think the North Pole is in the top part of the middle of the donut, while the South Pole is in the bottom part of the middle of the donut. Now, these two variations are very different. Because 
one way things are going to melt because they're going to get too much sun or too little sun or whatever in terms of if his original idea is correct and we live on a slightly diagonal donut standing on its side, that means the bottom is going to catch more sun in theory than part of the top, which means our South Pole doesn't exist because it catches too much sun. So in terms of this theory, the actual thing that makes the most sense is that the South Pole and the North Pole are on the interior of the donut. Therefore, well, as as, like what's going to be colder, right? Yeah, therefore, all of your mold and old icing is on the outside and all of your vanilla icing is on the in inner rim. That makes the most sense because it's going to get less light, it's going to be colder in general, and it's not really going to have a change in seasons because there's no change to be had when it's not getting enough sun. So that's the one that makes the most sense. It's not actually the one that he originally theorized at all, but that's the one that people have adopted since he came up with his theory. So if it's laying down, where would you put the poles? Well, that's the thing. So if it's laying down, then the poles actually still fall on the interior. So what? It's more but just it's like the much... east and west poles instead of north and south? So while with gravity, and in terms of our planet staying together, like the donut shape that it is, it makes more sense for the planet to be spinning while laying flat, technically, like a donut on a plate normally, right? Mm. But imagine a donut in a microwave. The problem with that is how then does the sun revolve around the planet to catch the seasons properly on every side? Because you have half the planet that's underneath and half the planet that's above. So if the sun just rotates around the top like a typical flat earth model, it doesn't work. But if it's then rotating around around the model that it's catching every single part, therefore you have no poles technically. So if it's just doing this weird, like, at, like old style atom model thing, then it doesn't work. What? So <laughs> the seasons work with the side view model, but the seasons don't work with a flat disc model where you have the hole in the center. There's still poles. The poles would still technically be in the middle because they're never catching sun. So they're like, that's your icy queen right there. It's just directly in the middle. Once this episode is over, I want you all to Twitter right now and tell us which side you're on. Flat donut or tall donut? But that's that's essentially how the seasons work. And again, that's why that's why however you choose to look at our realistic model of our planet that this guy figured out, you have to think about how it affects based on what the rotation is and how the planet is actually set up. Now, you could, I, I guess, in theory, go with the diagonal standing up donut earth that's also spinning but that's just chaotic and insane uh so you have to choose one but you could also go to the center of our planet and see what it looks like yeah you might actually already be there depends on where you live but that that's where this kind of goes like based on your model as well one interesting question that was brought up what's up with the moon is the moon okay where is the moon take a second think about it where do you think the moon is put it on twitter okay now we're going to tell you it's the donut hole Right. Possibly. In some models, which are my favorite, there's a gif that I will try and find and post. Where the moon is literally just like bouncing in and out of the, <laughs> the hole of the donut earth. And it's like, how does, how does anything on the outer rim actually see the moon? And how does that make any sense? But anyway, that's the donut hole theory for the moon. Well, and that's how you would actually get into the, like I said, the old Adam model where we had like the original lines running around it and 
And to tell me if I'm not, it's like a more of like a gas type of thing. But if, if you look at those original lines, you could actually look at that as how the moon goes through our planet. Then it goes through the hole, goes one way, comes back out, goes through the hole again eventually. And then it kind of cuts direction slightly. And it just kind of does that forever. So it's kind of just like always wish, scoring two pointers in a basketball hoop. I wish you all could see the nice hand movements Cam is doing. I wish they would help. Just take your finger and just go up and go down and then move it slightly to the right and then go up and down and then move it slightly to the left and go up. You're nice getting the point. You're getting the point. Uh, now, something really cool about this theory actually that I found and also Cameron found is there is an actual theory about how the Earth formed and how that formed the moon. So... It's called what I like to call the hot cosmic donut theory. Um, basically, there, there is a real thing where people believe that at some point in Earth's history, it was pretty much completely obliterated by like a Mars-sized planet and then turned into like a hot cloud of mess and debris and would probably look like a donut. And out of that spinning disaster was the moon. Which kind of goes with the, like, donut hole theory. Yes. Because, like, all the spinning shit in the middle turned into the moon, and then it popped out, and the Earth reformed. So what that's actually called, uh, scientifically, is a synestia. And what that is, is it's not quite a torus, because it has something in the middle. It still has a solid, small core. It's like a donut before you cut the donut hole out. Yeah, kind of. And it's very concave. It really just kind of runs in. It's very thin in the middle. But it, it is never actually solid. It is the only solid thing is what is in the middle. And then there are solid pieces throughout, but it's actually more of a vaporized planet. And that spins extremely fast for hundreds of years. And you would basically have a something form inside of it. And as that's spinning, it would eventually be thrown out. And then Earth would later continue forming and that moon would be stuck in its rotation. And that is actually a real current theory about how the moon did in fact develop and just proves that the moon is at least a donut hole uh so that is from scientists at uc davis and harvard university the theory is only roughly two years old fully and it's been kind of in development since then but it is the closest earth has ever gotten to a torus however it's still not quite a torus yeah because it wasn't really solid <laughs> It wasn't solid, it was and it had like no hole actual hole in the middle. Debris, and the middle was the moon before it became the donut hole. And even that can only last, they think, for a couple hundred years, and then the moon is formed, and then it's chucked out of the vaporized cloud, and then everything kind of compacts and comes back together. So basically, history at least allows one of our objects to be a donut, and it's the moon. It's a donut hole. Possibly. It is. We think. But let's, like, <laughs> so... That would mean that you see a supermoon pretty often if you are in certain parts of the world. Yeah, if you're talking about like when it goes in and out of yeah. the hole. Yeah, because once it goes through the middle, it's going to be really fucking close to the middle, like the inside ring, and then like really far away when it goes up and all the way down. Unless, and they never talk about this, the only thing I can think of is that they think their main theory about the moon is that it's actually smaller in diameter than it really is. Because that's the only thing that would make any remote sense with this. Yeah. And the scale of the moon compared to like the size of the whole donut Earth is much... Bigger. Yeah, there's so some people show models, like some of the pictures I found, some people show models where the moon is like the size of the hole in the middle. Yeah. Uh, that's a little insane. It's a little crazy. 
the, That's drastically larger than what we actually have. You would feel it pretty oh, yeah. heavily if that were the case. Now, there is, I guess, like, I, they don't really talk about this, but I assume that what they mean is that the the moon is always, like, at an equal distance away from the Earth at all times, and it's just smaller than we think it is. And therefore, when it goes through the ring, it actually is still the same distance it would be on the outside of the ring. So it just doesn't go very high or low? It, right. It just it stays in one type of rotation and then kind of goes in and out and... Yeah, that also takes away the far side of the moon theory, though, because then at one point, all sides of the moon are right next to you. Uh, so think about that one, scientists. Think about your far Bird. side of the moon. We've already seen it all. So yeah. There is supposedly a way this could actually work. Um, so basically, there is like it's been theorized that a Taurus Earth could work. And basically, though, you would need Earth to be spinning so fast that a day would be like two to four hours because the outward spinning motion of the earth has to match the pull of gravity that is pulling inward so that it would form like a donut and kind of just pull itself apart into an even ring and that's incredibly hard to do yeah um so basically their idea it's also the same as flat earth is they also think that Taurus Earth is the only Taurus in the galaxy. It just happened that Earth formed this way or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think, Cam, you brought up the fact that it's much more likely for it to not have a hole in the middle, for it to just kind of be like mushed in the center donut. Yeah. Just like if you squished a jelly donut in the middle. Well, I mean, like realistically, a Taurus Earth with a hole in the middle is technically, according to scientists right now, is technically plausible. You're not going to find that on NASA's webpage. Good luck. I tried. Uh, <laughs> they don't talk about it. They don't even entertain the theory. But there are scientists that say, according to some discovery sites and stuff I found, that it is technically plausible. Now, like you said, yeah. it would have to be spinning really fast. But Jokes on all you people that think the Earth is still a sphere, because we can fix this with Donut Earth. We've already fixed the moon. It's just smaller than you think it is, and it's always equidistant from the planet, no matter where it is. Now, all you have to do is talk about the sun, which we're in a geocentric model here, which means the sun, you think the Earth's spinning fast. The sun's spinning just as fast, just further out. So think about that. Think about, but it's slightly, slightly different in speed. Now, did I find that in the discussion post? No. Did I just make that up on the spot? I did. But... <laughs> Okay. The sun is spinning, or revolving rather, around the Earth at a slightly slower speed, or slightly faster, depending on how you want to look at it, speed than the Earth itself is spinning. Therefore, we still have our 24-hour night cycle. Ah. Wrap that one up, throw it in the trunk, call it a day. Fry it up and glaze it. Yeah. Cool. Podcast out. No, not really. Now we're going to go into the second part that is just as much as the first part. Okay, so kind of going into both the real science and... I mean, we just talked about real science. Yeah, but going into more modern science, I guess, and not 2013 drunk discussion posting. Like we said, toroids are plausible. They've never been seen. There is not any remote proof of one, and that is a problem. However, in theory, they are possible, but they wouldn't last very long, which we did mention. They would. They'd be spinning so fast that they would break apart. And that's a huge problem. Either gravity... So there's two theories on this that, I, that some people talk about. Either it's spinning so fast that gravity starts to shift outwards and it just breaks apart. Yeah. So that's possible. 
It would have to be so perfect for it to stay together, but like I don't think that's even. No. This wouldn't make sense. But there's also the the alternative theory, which is that if you have that big of a hole in the middle, gravity's going to take over and it's going to suck it inward. So you're going to crush inward. Therefore, you'd probably kind of like our Senestia here. You would crush into a ball. Therefore, you <laughs> might wind up with a spherical Earth. What? So in that case. That's also Conspiracy. possible. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. What? Uh, and as we talked about, there. so there's also some other problems, which is with the gravity. Gravity, oh gravity, gravity. Yeah, sense some areas of the planet would have three times less the amount of gravity that other areas have. Like, that's just yeah. normal gravity. And then if you're on the interior of the ring, you're facing, like, insane gravity just shoving you into the fucking yeah. planet. That's, so That's something that they... Like, they try to claim that we already have that, so obviously it's a donut, because technically at the equator, there is a tiny bit less gravity. But not enough for it to make any difference, really, on anything. Yeah, there are places where there's minute gravity changes on this planet. But if you have a hole that big in the middle, yeah. being on the outside, you would be, like like you said, like three to five times more weightless than you are on the inside, where you would be so weighted that it'd probably be extremely uncomfortable. If you're even able to move at that point, yeah. like you would start noticing it as you move forward, you really by. feel it. Yeah. I mean, there's people who like, you think about the people who go from lower coastal areas to somewhere like Colorado, which is way high up in elevation comparatively, they struggle. Now that's just, that's just higher up elevation. That's not even talking about like an actual spinning centrifugal point, but you're talking about that kind of spin. I mean, that would be crazy amounts of gravity. Now, maybe. I mean, I haven't been in the North Pole or the South Pole or the both Pole. Is that Where what it's called? Where? What is it called in that case? Is it called the both Pole? And there's also an East. That. There's also an East West Pole at that point. So there's a Northeast West Pole, South Pole. But then there's an All Pole, which would be the other part of the theory. You you let us know. Do you think there's a South Pole and a North Pole at the top of the donut if it's standing on its side like a lunatic or do you think there's just an All Pole in the middle? Yeah. You you tell us about that. Uh, Weather would also be a total end of the world disaster um, if not just for the gravity and the shape of the planet and the spin and everything. Also with the way the moon would have to work with this. Now if it's just kind of bouncing around in the middle of the planet, the shit on the outside and the shit on the inside is going to be completely different. Yeah. And that's science. I don't remember exactly why. I wish I had read more into this. But basically the wind would be absolutely nuts on this planet. It would be so fast. You just like wouldn't be able to do anything. We wouldn't be able to have civilization on, on a planet like this. And just the moon in general being that close when it's through the middle is going to destroy yeah. the oceans and everything else. Yeah, we could explain that a little bit. The moon through the middle. So as most people know, the moon controls the tides. Yeah. Now... If you don't know that, I'm going to assume you're in the flat earth camp or you're in the flat earth camp and you think we need to be learned. Fair, maybe. Let us know. But in reality, I mean, if the moon truly was the size of some of the models and it went perfectly through the hole, oh my God. It'd be the end of the world. It would be insanity. We wouldn't be here anymore. No. Not only the forces of gravity alone with that kind of proximity to earth, but just... The tide alone would just be absurd. I mean, like, by California, sooner, like, (laughs) (laughs) it would be quicker. But one of the other things that they didn't really talk about, and I assume it's because this was on a flat earth page, 
And the other one I found was on Reddit. I found another discussion on there. Oh, I'm going to assume they were flat earthers Reddit. as well. But one thing that they never talk about because if you have a flat earth model is the core. Because if you have a flat earth model, there is no core. There doesn't need to be. Your core is the pastry underneath the earth, I guess. This is like a very, if it had a core, it'd be a very intricate way of filling and bringing it on it. Yeah, it would basically be this tube. Like, I think of like the nerd's rope or like a Twizzler just going through the center of the planet. And, you know, it'd be filled kind of like an eclair. Mm. Where, like, you just have this nice, creamy, textured core going yeah, through that's the planet. Going. Now, the problem, though, is what would be the point of that core? It would have to spin in a very weird, warped way that would make God. almost would no sense. Who knows what that would do? Maybe it would work. I don't, I mean, if you want to try and make a model of the donut earth and shove a core through it like that and see if you can get it to spin, let us know. I'll watch it. I'll watch, I mean, I'll post it on the page, but it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, the only real thing you have there is you still have a core in the center of the planet, and that's the invisible gravity jelly that we talked about earlier. I guess you can go that way if you really, really want to. Um, what's this bit about bending? The Earth would bend at a higher rate. So the Earth, if you're not a flat Earther, which maybe you are, so you can scream at me that I'm wrong to your radio or wherever you're listening to this, but the Earth, the spherical Earth model, in theory, bends at a certain rate because it's curved. So it curves at a certain rate all around the planet. Oh, I see. Right. And if you have a torus model, that rate extremely changes. So not only do you have the, on the outside, that rate is going to be much longer. You're going to have a lot further to go in order to reach a bend. But on the actual inner side, just like a donut, I mean, you're going to have less of a curve than what we currently have on the Earth. However, if you go in the middle and you go where the all poles are, then you have an opposite curvature. You have a negative curve going up because it can't curve down. So then you just have chaos. That means somewhere on the planet, you would be looking in front of you and you would see it curve up. I don't care how light bends. It's not going to bend the ground down. So you would see it at least in front of you, standing straight, going up, which would be cool. It would be really cool. But this is not Doctor Strange. That's not how that works. But that is, that. I mean, in theory, that's what you'd have to have. Therefore, our current expected curvature of the Earth is incorrect if if the donut Earth model holds up. So... That is where I put that in. Nobody really talked about it in the discussions, but again, we're talking about flat earthers. Flat earthers I don't mean, believe there's a curve to the earth. This is pretty, like, there's not much to this. It's it's like one dude on the internet posted something as a joke, and then he came up with some science to make it sound plausible. But people have been talking about it for seven years, which is because still funny. technically, in some freak scientific accident, you could have a Taurus Earth, but like what we've just talked about... It's not really a thing that lasts very long. But what's fun with this, I think, is what you're really seeing is you're seeing a split-off culture of Flat Earthers. And what happens when you have rebels in the Flat Earth community? They go further. It's a game of telephone. It's like you drop down and then you just keep dropping further down because you're moving so far from the spherical heliocentric model that we have that you're moving into this geocentric donut that has a donut hole moon that flies through it and doesn't affect gravity in any way, (laughs) shape or form. 
Uh, and I mean, that just brings up the fact that it's plagued with errors, this whole thing. Well, duh. Yeah. Like you said, an intentional hole in the theory. Yeah. Heck, that's really it. Well, there's so there's one more thing that, again, they didn't talk about that I feel like is very important. And again, a lot of sites, usually I find things that, like, they debunk this, they debunk, they debunk, they debunk, like Flat Earth or, like, Landing on the Moon and stuff like that. However, actually, most sites that I found, they just were like, this is the thing. LOL. Here you go. <laughs> uh, they didn't feel like debunking it, but I do. And I want to talk about the time zones, because that's one thing no one else brought up as well. Fucked. You would have time zones on opposite sides of the planet that would have to be exactly the same, because yeah, they'd be even seen... Explain, like, Exactly. And not to mention a compass. What the fuck is the point of a compass? Where's the magnetic center? <laughs> and if you don't, so say you go with Vanguard, whatever his name is, say you go with his original model, which is standing on side, and you have a North Pole at the top of one side, and you have a South Pole at the very bottom of this planet, right? Now, if that's true, that means that people who, like sailors, when they go around one side, they're going to reach the other and be very confused because you're not able to just like swing around to one side. You'd have to travel in a very specific arc in order to get there. And that would have been mapped out forever ago. Someone would have been like, hey, I was on the ocean and a wall of water was in front of me the entire time. And then I just found Australia. And that's that's how that would work. I don't know. It seems like part of this theory is like they kind of just took our Earth model just round earth, right? And just kind of like punching a hole in it. And they're like, this is donut earth because they don't really seem to think about how things would be affected by the ginormous bit in the center. Like I imagine they just kind of thought about the lines of latitude and longitude, just like put a hole in the middle and it's the same otherwise, right? Yeah. I just think it's funny how they don't really think about that. And on top of all of that, again, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to our three-part hollow earth. Uh, hollow earth wouldn't be real. It's just garbage it's bullshit Shut up, so how would the lizard pope and his cronies travel they would never be able to travel so through an underground cave pope. system that's the biggest thing that debunks this whole thing for me is what would the pope do how would he travel he wouldn't be able to and that doesn't work for me All right, okay is that what you believe uh well what do you believe <laughs> you always you. have me go first what do you believe what do i believe banana earth is more plausible what do you believe about Donut Earth? What? I think it's bullshit. You don't think it's real? No. That's disappointing. I mean, I like the idea that, like, in some kind of freak scientific accident, this could happen somewhere, maybe, under the right circumstances. I mean, Earth happened, and we're here talking to you people in a podcast of all, all things that could have happened in history. Yeah. But, I, I mean, <laughs> it's not what we're living on right now. I will say, like, people always think it's crazy to, like, come up with theories like this. I think they're fun. That's why I co-host a conspiracy podcast. But I, I always go back to uh, CinemaSins. If you've never seen them on YouTube, they always say person in a science fiction universe claims something is impossible. And we literally live in a science fiction universe. We're constantly finding out what's possible. However, what we know about gravity and physics and the shaping of planets is that even if, even if we are a donut earth, we ain't got long no. before we all are going to die. There's, there's a myriad of other things that we haven't even gone over though. I mean, like aviation would be a disaster. Like, can you imagine trying to fly on that type of planet? It wouldn't work. 
roads would be a mess because the curvature would be so insanely fast. You'd constantly, it'd be like one of those old cartoons where they're just like walking across the ball and like you're constantly just seeing the curve. Regardless of where you are, you're going to see a pretty heavy curve until you get to like the middle of that curve. And then you're just going to see curves on the sides of you, which is also kind of weirdly creepy and terrifying. So like it just, it just doesn't work. Now I do know that there are legitimately based on conversations that I've seen from people, there are legitimately some people that do believe in donut earth, just like there are people who believe in flat earth, just like there are people who believe in spherical earth. There are people who believe in donut earth legitimately. There are not that I could find any actual serious groups on Facebook or Twitter no. that actually believe in I it. I found some joke accounts, but nothing that really seemed all that like yeah, actually tangible. They haven't even posted since they posted once in June and they hadn't posted since 2019 before that. And then Twitter also had one, but they hadn't posted in quite a while either. And there there are there are people out there that truly believe it though. So remember that. So what do you believe? This is not plausible. <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. I think that in theory, sure, if scientists want to say that toroidal earth is possible that's fine that's kind of cool i hope we find one that'd be cool if we found one i mean it's, it's not gonna like last say, very long you have like a little indent you know like you were saying where it's still solid but but i mean the reality is is most planets are shaped similarly they're not all shaped the same because i know there's people out there that believe they're not shapes they're not all shaped the same but they're shaped similarly at least to a point where you can compare them now a toroidal earth would throw off everything we know currently about our universe because in order to see one is different than even theorizing exists. And I hope it does. Maybe it does. That'd be fun. So what do you think? Tell us on the internet. I think that's all we've got for Donut Earth. Yeah. Um, this is one of those that was weird because like I had to, in order to find debunking, like I said, I had to like legitimately go in and look at the real science behind our Earth and compare that to what people were trying to say. And I wish their discussion had actually gone further. I wish it was just like more than just every now and then they post like every two weeks, even when it was at its like most gripping narrative. I wanted, I wanted it to be more like the flat earthers, like the people who are like legit scientists who prove themselves wrong all the time with flat earth. I wanted them to be trying to prove Taurus earth, like with real science. Yeah. But the problem is that's almost impossible. Yeah, this was a theoretical battle for sure. It was not anything that anyone was going to go test because at the end of the day, I imagine if you go out there with a laser pointer and some boards to check the curvature to see if it's toroidal in shape, oh you're going to Somebody think, science. you're going to think maybe on the drive out there, like, why am I doing this? Uh, yeah, but in theory, technically it is plausible. It is not real. <laughs> That's Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, I've been Allie. I don't know if I said that in the beginning. Yeah, that's been, that's been Allie. I've been Cameron. We're usually the hosts on this. If we're not, we've been kidnapped. Uh, let us know what you thought. Let us know if you really believe in this. If you've got any information to share with us, something we don't know. If you're the guy who originally posted this and you want to say more about it, you've never had your chance, let us know because I'm kind of curious. Conspiracywhat at gmail.com. You can also tweet us or Facebook post us. We have Messenger and stuff. I don't think there are any Donut Earth books out there, but we do also have a Goodreads that will be updated with books that are actually relevant to our episodes. Um, probably not this time, but next time and previous times, they are there. Yeah. Uh, follow us, like us, rate us, review us. If you hate the show, tell us in five-star reviews. Cam, what should they do every day? What should they do every day? Stay stitious. 
always, completely, forever, because okay. the world is weird. Bye! I fell off the door. Conspirators say goodbye. <laughs>